2: What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, Damn! 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush.
1: Hello everybody, happy Wednesday to you, July 6th, 2022, you're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and MVP of today's show, Intern Jacob, (laughs) brought in some breakfast for us, breakfast sandwiches, which I did, I will say, my breakfast sandwich, which I would not have minded, but it, Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, it mm. says all of them on there. Gotcha. The wrappers, I swear, used to just be what your order was. Like, if you, got like, a, mm, if you yeah. got, like, a breakfast burrito, it said breakfast burrito all all over it. So, the first thing I saw was Egg White Grill, which I do love. Like, they're good. I'll mm. eat them. I'll eat them.
2: Never had one. I refused to eat out of principle because they took the best menu item off the menu. They took it off the spicy chicken biscuit. Yeah, was, yeah. I don't
1: think you need to go blaming. I mean, that should be both should be bofa should be on there.
2: Well, well I can agree. I I'm could. all I'm pro Bofa.
1: But I was thinking to myself, like, is Jacob trying to tell me something with the egg white today <laughs> instead of the normal fried chicken sandwich? Luckily opened this bad boy up fried chicken all the way through. So uh, well done, intern Jacob. You're the best. Even if it wasn't egg white, I would love it all the same. You're the man. Very nice of you to do that. You did it. And you can be the man or woman of your office by bringing some Thornton's breakfast. Yeah. Donuts, chicken sandwiches, breakfast sandwiches, breakfast burritos, mm-hmm. fresh fruit. They have it mm-hmm. all at Thornton's. Pop in today. Maybe you'll see Alex Cupper or, or Kelly or Leonardo when you're there. If you do, tell them hello. Hey. We'll Thornton's. You do as well. Text on into the Thornton's text line 502 414 1450. Did we get all those sent over today because I totally forgot about them? Yeah, I got you. My man, Justin. Justin, how are you today? Probably better because you got some breakfast in you.
0: I am, yeah, absolutely better because I got some breakfast in me, although it's a little earlier than I typically eat after waking up, so I couldn't eat a whole lot. So I got leftovers after the show, which is nice. Um, Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good and tired. Had to work late last night. Fortunately for us, though, there was no sports on, so I had nothing to keep me up when I got home. So mm. I was able to go to bed somewhat early. It's so funny you
1: say that because I like last night I just went to bed because I was bored and had yep. nothing else to do. That's it. I mean, it's kind of sad. It's just like, I mean, I read, I'm reading a book, and I, I, I got to like a good stopping point on that. And I was like, I guess I could keep reading to the point of like I start dozing off, but I don't really feel like it. I don't feel like doing nothing. And I couldn't fall asleep, uh, come to think of it. But yeah, I, that's I'm, I'm at the age of my life where nothing to do take myself out
2: I uh I I stayed up to watch the the strange things finale oh yeah yeah yeah
1: fun and fun
0: show
2: thoughts fun show you like it yeah were you scared I get very amped up during it though like I'm heart racing kind of on the edge of my seat like what's gonna happen because it is quite a bit of a thrill ride um but yeah I'm not I'm not one of those who uh you know, after dealing with Game of Thrones, I'm not going to be a hater for nitpicky reasons. And, mm-hmm. th- of course, there was some times where I'm like, okay. But
1: my biggest issue, and not a spoiler, just kind of predictable. That would be like my, I, I think they could have, maybe their big their big surprise was in the, the penultimate episode. If I used that correctly?
2: Yeah. Well, I guess two before.
1: Oh. So I didn't. I didn't yeah, use it correctly. Yeah, yeah. Although that one was, I think, the best episode of the season for what it was worth. But right, maybe they are like right. big jaw dropper. I just, I, I thought the finale was like everything I thought was going to happen, happened. Yeah. With, with maybe one or two exceptions.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. But I'm um, not,
1: I, that's a. I mean, that's nitpicky. I was super entertained. It was really good, especially for a show where expectations were incredibly high. Right. They had like a two-year hiatus and mm-hmm. they delivered in a big way. It's a good show. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I, I would agree. The, um... Going into this season, they say that it's kind of their uh, empire strikes back, if you will, where not everything is always going to end so hunky-dory for all these kids. And I thought they did a good job of balancing that without just completely ticking off fans, you know?
1: Yeah, they kind of stayed true to the story, but they they bumped it up to, like, nine and like, the kind of – scary without having to like, they did a good job. They made it scarier by making it scarier. They didn't make it quote unquote scarier by adding more gore, guts and blood or more just like, hey, it's the same show, but we're going to just make the scary parts much louder. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you get some horror movies that do that, which is always annoying. Their jump scare is just by blasting music in your ear. And it's like, well, that's not good. (laughs) Like That's not a good, that's not a creative jump scare.
0: Is that a show you have to binge no,
1: I don't think so. But
0: well, we now do. you
1: now you and now anybody could you know you could, so you could binge it all. Well, we, so the we, reason
0: I ask is because I debated last night playing an episode before I went to bed, and I was like, ah, I can't watch one because I'm gonna want to watch two, and then next thing you know, I'm up till two a.m. So good to know it's not. So you don't have to binge it. This
2: anything. brings us to uh, a good, a good question though, because intern Jacob just binged what half of the entire series over the weekend. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, I went from two, six, to three, eight in a day.
1: <laughs> Holy smoke! <laughs> so
3: I was you did, cruising. You, you did nothing. Holiday,
1: hey, no, it was cool. like, holiday weekend. Holiday it weekend. was like
3: 11 a.m. on Monday to, or Sunday to like you two eat? in the morning. What
1: would you eat during the, the, the day?
3: I went and got McDonald's one time. <laughs> that just sounds like a dream day.
1: Oh <laughs> just yeah, binge a good show and just eat unhealthy and just not even have to have to worry about it. Do anymore. you
2: have a favorite season, Jacob? Or have you caught all the way up?
3: Did you catch? All no, there? I'm not.
1: all likes the way up. Winter. He told me.
3: I'm I'm about to start the last season.
2: Okay. I'm I'm a big fan though. the The nostalgia on three.
3: Season three was really good.
2: Really, yeah. I It's, worked, it's pretty great.
1: Uh, there's a guy in our appraisal office that just looks. Like Dustin Henderson to Dusty. Oh, wow. I got to send you a picture of him today. I don't think he would probably appreciate me so, putting it on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page. I'll ask, but I'll send it to at least you all just directly. Okay. It, he, oh, boy. It's what's, great.
2: what's the deal with his teeth? Have we, have we I, I don't, what's going on there? Is that a real thing? Is it a, just a makeup for the show thing? I, I've
1: never got that. I just Googled Dusty Stranger things before I even brought all this up. That's kind of sad. The second most popular search is what syndrome does Dustin from Stranger Things have? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he was born with CCD.
2: Which is what you do when you want to play basketball. So it really wasn't all that bad. For a Catholic school team and not go to that school.
1: Cleodoc- that's a big word. Dysplasia.
2: Okay. So there it is a thing.
1: It affects the growth of the teeth and collarbones.
2: Ooh, not the collarbone. He's
1: bringing his fame to bring attention to the condition. That good would be you. it.
2: Would be rough to have a good for you, collarbone yeah. injury.
1: Gatton Mottser.
2: Mozza- Mozzarella.
1: Mozzarella. He's a good actor. Does a good job. So that's there's the answer to your question. We've come full circle on that.
2: The guy who plays Lucas, I thought was really good mm-hmm. this season. He uh, he's been, he's. He's going to end up blowing up.
1: Uh, I think Max is an all-star actress. I think she'll yeah, probably be yeah. everywhere. She was in It, right? The future. Was that her? Yeah. I'm
2: pretty sure she was in It, at least the first one. Um, but it's been a while.
1: How old do you think that actress is? It's 18. She is 20. Ah, <sighs> Close. Yeah, I can't find what she's been in. But I, I don't see It. Either way. I don't see It. Oh,
2: good show! Yeah, she's a lot of fun. She's really good. We're not going to spoil it. Uh, We do have now. We got what one month till the Game of Thrones shows come back. Oh, that's going to be
1: exciting! Ooh, I think Big Brother starts tonight, and everybody, pay attention. Mm -hmm. It's a good place to get in. The challenges new horizon starts tonight, which is on just I think like CBS. So they're the other challenge is already over. The All Star Challenge is not over. That ends tonight. That's on Paramount anyway. That went really fast. Well, they always go by fast. or such so a good television. But I think it was like eight weeks or something. Um, but So they're doing something like Survivor, The Amazing Race. They're taking all these reality stars, and they're making them go through the challenge game. I saw where
2: Shan is one of them, and I love to hate Shan. So I'm, you, should, you should watch. I'm, I'm going to have to watch. Now. But
1: I, I will say this. I don't know how much this is going to even be similar to the regular challenge. Part of the fun of the challenge is they just pump them in alcohol and they do silly and stupid things and get in fights and whatnot. Uh I don't know if you'll get that aspect of this since it's going to be on CBS. I believe it's on CBS too.
2: Right, so you would get just the are they just gonna Big Brother the actual challenges version of it? I bet it's back to back. That's gonna be a long
1: night of television for the Walker household. I'll tell you that much.
2: Well, you aren't gonna be going to bed early because you're bored then.
1: And they're doing like this. This is called the Challenge USA, but supposedly I think they're doing like the Challenge Show in a bunch of other countries, and eventually they're going to get the winners together, which kind of cool to think about if they're actually going to follow through on that. But uh, I'm anxious to see it. I think I think all the Kentucky roll call folks should watch it, and uh, maybe we'll end up talking about it.
2: I mean, there aren't many other sports going on. I think the summer league started yesterday, so yeah, that's
0: a lot of Survivor folks in it. So oh, good.
2: All right, I, I know most of those people.
0: T.J. Lavin's hosting. I'm out. T.J. Lavin's the man. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> I was about ready. Right. Yeah, you want to get me? You want to get me triggered? Well done. <laughs> I could probably like
1: nitpick and like say something mean about like every celebrity, but he just seems like the coolest dude. He really does. I always wanted to be the coolest T.J., but I think as long as T.J. Lavin's out there, I'm. Mm, you're toast. It'll be me and Beisner. <laughs> trying to figure out, trying to figure out who's second mans. place. Yeah, who, who's who's silver on the podium with old TJ Lavin. So give that a watch tonight. Should be a good time. Roush. Speaking of uh, Beisner, UK basketball. We've talked about and complimented that we enjoy mm-hmm. more of the content that they've been putting out. That's always been a good time. Working that into athletics. It seems to be one of the only things that doesn't. Uh, isn't up in controversy in UK athletics land because everything else is just worth debating, discussing. The same conversation we had yesterday is going to bleed over into today. Yeah, Before I had a it's feeling it wants to talk about mm-hmm. it. You had the Vince Marrow tweet yesterday, the big dog who, that, a lot of people were saying it was a CYA tweet. Yeah, I, um... Do you think it was a CYA tweet? I think, A, it's...
2: Not necessarily a bad thing to have people trying to crank up the pressure on stepping up UK's nil efforts. But I'm also not going to have a bunch of – I want to try to make my takes as lukewarm on nil because there's so little clarity as the specifics behind the issue. And yesterday, only muddied the waters even more.
0: Just, I just, I agree. It just
2: like like that that that's why I, I I just I'm not going to. Yesterday I was like I haven't had a coach tell me that you've lost recruit because of Nell, and that's that's really all I can say with fact because everything else is just kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for um, hearsay. Well, and it's not necessarily guesswork, and it, some of it makes sense, but like I I I think we have a lot of. If you're if you're wanting to, uh, things are never as bad as they seem, and things are never as good as they seem. That that's a very big football coaching cliche. But like Kentucky's probably going to get a four star safety, top 250 player today. You Woo! know, so like losing Christian Conyer doesn't hurt so bad if you can stack this commitment up. If Kendrick Gilbert, the four star defensive lineman from Cathedral, if he announces this week, if Kobe Keenum to like just things aren't as red alert on fire. If if that happens, so that's why I I, I do think that like I, I'm just not going to put up a Mitch Barnhart voodoo doll and start poking pins with it right away. You know, mm-hmm. just doesn't feel like it's that urgent. I, I'm all for putting a little bit of public public pressure on folks to to ramp up the NIL efforts, but also I, I just don't think that that's the the only reason why Kentucky doesn't have a top twenty five recruiting class right now.
1: Okay. Is that's that fair. A, that that's good analysis. That's a, a, a good a good take, I believe. That being all that being said. I don't know if I'm buying the big dog's tweet. If anything, the big dog's tweet kind of ticked me off more than anything else. Not because of that he tweeted it, just the messaging that is coming out of that. The nil is ca- changing or it's about people stepping up wanting to help. The NIL is changing college sports and I do believe once people feel more educated, they will get involved. The disorganization I had to I you know what actually the misorganization. Hmm. I had to look up the difference between misorganization and disorganization. Do you know the difference? You're smart. Validatory. I just DeSantis, on, I honestly
2: and, did not know that misorganization was even a word.
1: I said misorganization, disorganization. <laughs> miss, dis. Miss and dis.
2: Yes. I don't know them. I didn't know there was even a miss. So yeah, no. I just think disorganized. People don't have their stuff in mind. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: I made up the miss one.
2: <laughs> the light just went on over TJ's head like he just had his.
1: <laughs> I was saying that loud. I was like, that one doesn't sound right.
2: <laughs> it was
1: unorganized versus disorganized. Okay. There okay. we go. Yeah. Brain, brain's still waking up.
2: Oh, I had it real bad yesterday. Which just- quick, 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 quick caveat. Yesterday, forgot to de- it was Tuesday. Compl- just forgot to write the the Tuesday morning post I've done a thousand times. Um, I also r- thought that last month was May. No, we're in July now. Calendar's real tough. Uh, went to the st- gas station to buy Mega Millions instead of Powerball. Had TJ remind me, and I didn't need reminding. Like I was like all day had go get mega millions show up to the store can i get uh, five power balls please like just completely uh, Yes. Yeah, so i missed this unmiss this yeah, I, i'm totally with you tj it's okay our was, brains don't work did anybody sometimes.
0: win it last night
2: no um so so 300 million on the side
0: i had a pretty exciting morning however i always look at the like the mega millions number first I hit two of them. Oh. So I looked at Jacob. I was like, Jacob, I haven't even looked at the rest of the numbers yet. I was like, but I might be real excited.
2: We got at least four bucks out of and that. And,
0: yeah, so I had the same Mega Millions number I had as a number in my five numbers, too. So knew I couldn't win. <laughs> good well, try. you can hey, at least try.
2: reinvest that, those winnings into more Mega Millions this week. Because I'll probably show up to the counter and just say Powerball.
1: Got to do me- Mega Millions Friday, mm-hmm. Powerball. Let's check to see if any of these are
0: worth it. win it tonight. I won't, I won't turn my nose up at 60 mil instead of 360. <laughs> hey, this one's a $4 winner. Woo! These are from...
2: God knows how long. That was the same way with mine. Yeah,
0: they're long,
1: long, huh. old.
0: I was wondering where those came from. You have a stack of them over there.
1: Yeah, I usually just keep them piled <laughs> up. Oh, this one's from May. How about that? Uh, okay. uh, all right, anyway, so disorganized, it means you were once organized and no longer organized. Okay. I think that's where UK athletics is right now. Doesn't seem very organized. Mitch Barnhart just three weeks ago talked about how yeah, coaches may not be happy, but we need to be cautious in these turbulent waters. He said it. He, he admitted it publicly he on Paul Feinbaum. Yes, yeah. he was the one who said it. So while people, it, again, in this fan base, and I've got, I think everybody has a good idea as to why, but there just seems to always have to be a divide and a fight. I don't think it's so much a divide or fight. UK just needs to get their messaging in line. You can't have the athletic director yeah. publicly go out there and say, "Yeah, we're just going to be careful with all this." And there's coaches out there that want us to, to, to maybe work a little, to do a little bit more, and do this or that. And then in the meantime, you have like U of L football having its best class of all time, Tennessee putting together what it is likely to be a top ten or top fifteen class, and then you got the athletic director saying that, and then you lose out on an in-state guy you don't know necessarily if nil's a factor in it but everything kind of starts to pile up where you're getting sick of it and then you have the big dogs tweet yesterday and we all love vince we have a we he's been unbelievable for uk but people need to step up when has anybody been told they need to step up in nil
0: no ever yeah. ever
1: and on top of that vince all right, I want to step up. I, you know, I'm a season football ticket holder. I already spend money. I already do a lot. I go travel to all these different cities for basketball games. I'm fine. I'll spend more on nil because I want UK to be up to date. Where? <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. Huh. Do, do I just tell UK Athletics? I don't trust UK Athletics to take my money and put it in nil, not with Mitch Barnhart leading the athletic department. So tell us. Where do we put our – what collective could we go donate to? Because it seems like every collective we hear something about, there's a big athletic article on it or some website has an article on it, and then two months later you've never even heard it. You can't even Google it.
2: Yep, that that, that was the case with Kentucky's first collective. So tell me where I'm supposed to
1: donate this money. And then, no offense, it's just kind of a bogus tweet. You're sticking up for your athletic director who didn't really stick up for you necessarily, but I get it. I think the relationship's fine. They pay them a lot, so I hope everybody's happy. And that's that's ultimately where I'm going to get with this spoiler alert is I just want UK's coaches, most prominent coaches, to have a good relationship with their athletic director. Open, honest, and feel like they can do the things that they feel like they need to do legally to be able to compete. But to spin this narrative as, as pitchforks are starting to point towards Mitch Barnhart, who easily could solve all this stuff himself if he talked more than twice a year. Yeah. Which is embarrassing. You're an athletic director at a university. You're you, not you again, you're not the freaking Pope. You don't Talk. have to
2: be Shane Beamer and go on a bunch of podcasts, but
1: you but, don't need to but, be Vince Tyree and have one every other two days, but there is a healthy medium somewhere in between there. Well
2: and and so and I think where the, the chain of command is broken, or at least the line of communication, is that the UK football coaches know that there's a lot more wiggle room than what Mitch Barnhart would like to know about. So I think they're just, let's operate as smoothly as we can without ruffling any feathers, and then we'll kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it If we, if we tick them off, we'll, we'll deal with them later. They, they all ask for forgiveness, not for permission. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just having... Mitch have a clear here's here's there's there's it's very clear there's not a here's what we need and then everybody get on the same page that's not that's just not happening right
1: now but like why could that not have happened why I know, why because
2: it, because I think it all does and this is where Mitch it's it his biggest problem is just he has problems with it you know, that is thing. the source of it.
1: And every and, and well, I shouldn't say everyone, but there are a lot of UK fans out there that are sick of Mitch Barnhart running the athletic program as if it was his church. Just factually true. You may not like something. You may be unser- unsure about something. It, you could have uncertainty about the rules. You but you, you can get everybody on the same page. You can be organized. You can have you can have an athletic department where the lines of communication are so open that you don't have one of your highest paid coaches begging for this or that every interview that they do. That stuff is messy. It's disappointing. Normally you hear about this stuff Roush in an athletic program that's just in disarray and all the sports programs nah, are stinking. Nah. Uh, when you kind of break down the numbers, I think some of the the bigger programs should be having more success outside of football, a.k.a. basketball, I think women's basketball, I think baseball. I think they should be doing better. But overall, the health of those programs, with the exception of baseball, seems to be solid enough. Women's basketball, I have my doubts, but we'll see. They just came off a of program history season. But you want everybody to, to know what they can and can't do, ideally. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's even out of the realm of possibility to tell football like, hey, you guys can be a little bit more flexible in this. Basketball, I don't think you all will need to worry so much about that. It's a national brand. I I even think if you're organized enough, you can go within the programs and tell them some of the – what gray areas they can wade into and which ones they cannot. But instead, you have the athletic director saying one thing and his very few media appearances, which I don't – don't really consider a one-on-one interview with Paul Feinbaum as a media opportunity, but hell, I'd, w- I'd we'd love a one-on-one interview with Mitch Barnhart. So um, without
2: having to wait outside of a border trust, yeah, without having
1: to like track him down and then you know go to get his a few coffee questions. shop. Exactly,
2: uh, I do think two part of it, TJ, is for day to day. Mitch isn't on the day to day with these people, like I Dwayne. Totally, I totally agree Dwayne with that. was the guy for UK basketball. I don't know who is the most talked-to administrator now on the basketball side of things. Like, is it just freaking T.J. Bosner? I don't know. But I know Stoops, and over the football program, it's Mark Hill, who's basically the number two at UK Athletics right now. When Stoops, or if, if any of them got anything that they need to talk to an administrator about, they go to Mark Hill. They don't go to Mitch Barnhart. So maybe that that's part of it. Is, yeah. Is that, it, so I don't – that, that, to get back to my original sentiment, there is just a lot of, uh, unclarity, a lot of obfuscation.
1: Yeah. And that's, uh, that's, that's stuff that you could fix. That's stuff that, that you don't have to even be an amazing athletic director. You just need to get everybody on the same page with this stuff. And we have talked about this since day one with Nil because UK seemed confused by it. Um, Again, I think it's important what Roush said to start this segment that he hasn't been told that UK has missed on anybody because of NIL in football, basketball. I don't know if that's true, but if they have, it's probably only to Duke. Well, if that, if that's even a, if even if that's been a a thing.
2: And as Justin Rowan put it, like NIL wasn't the NIL wasn't a problem with Conyer. Like it's not like that they. That's why he chose Tennessee is because they offered more NIL money. That's yeah, not, like I'm his,
1: also uh, yeah yeah. How do we know for sure?
2: Well, and you always have possible deniability, especially if you lose somebody in hindsight. But my understanding, I mean, I... I
1: it's in UK is also best century. Like you could, I bet there's some people listening that are like, uh, if it was about nil, UK would be pounding that drum nonstop. Well, what if they flip them? At that point, did UK drop the nil bag for him? Because then the, the optics of that aren't mm. like at that point it's pay for play and just the highest bidder is going to win. So I think UK is telling Justin Rowland, and I think they're telling people, telling Roush that like, no, this wasn't a, a nil sort of deal. We just you know Tennessee did this, that, or the other. We got beat because I think they think they're going to flip this dude.
2: There's also um, recruiting is not do- recruiting is all done in the shadows, so you can create whatever narrative you want. Which is true in every. And coaches can't publicly make comments about recruits. So, like any sort of recruiting storyline, recruiting narrative, like you can just create whatever the hell you want. I mean, if if I if I wanted to, I could I could come up with something to just make it a talking point in yes. recruiting. Like that's how this works from basketball to football. Which, by the way, we got some fun basketball updates we need to talk about from overseas. Uh, but.
1: I, oh, yeah, this is going to be a fun show.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a fun show. But, but when it comes to nil, I think the only thing that is clear is Kentucky's doing some of it. We just don't know how much, and we don't know what they need to do to get better at it. And if they don't get their stuff in line, then it's going to hurt them. At some point at some yes. point it's really going to bite them in the ass yep. and even though it, it it might not be completely crippling the program now you don't want that to become a thing so you know what if Vince Marrow uh feels like he can uh you know put a little heat on his bosses yes it's fine we'll still put heat on him we don't uh, it, it's okay Vince we get it you, you you don't want it to sound like you're taking shots at your boss but you know what we can we can keep t- taking a few here and there for
1: you yeah, uh, it's
2: it's just such it was such a weird – the quick mm-hmm. – yeah, the timing of everything was
1: – Not coincidental. And at a minimum, doesn't have to be a big Civil War. Uh, I've got my issues with Mitch Barnhart. I've been pretty clear that uh, while appreciative for everything he's done for the university, I think this new era of college sports, it may be time just to to try something new and go in a different direction. The beer stuff, that's all – frustrating, the baseball stuff a bigger deal. I've got plenty of issues and valid reasons for while I personally would like to see UK go in a new direction, but I'm not gonna be, as long as UK athletics are, are doing well, I'm not gonna be pounding the drum heavily. I'll be sharing my opinion with it. But whether or not no matter where you really stand on Mitch and all this stuff, at a minimum, I hope everybody would agree that the communication seems messy. The 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 few interviews Mitch Dunn has done is unacceptable, and the tweet yesterday, as Roush just said, it, weird, just weird, mm. weird how it all kind of went down. So that's stuff that they can clean up. That's not even having to make promises about nil this, that, or the other. Have a, have have the team on the same page. You don't want infight, you don't want infighting in the locker room, and it seems like inside UK athletics, if there is an infighting per se, there's at least difference of opinion, and more importantly, there's mass confusion. So. Get folks on the same page. And then also, if you're going to tell people that it's up to the people to make nil better, I don't know. Tell people how they could do that. That would be a good start. Let's go to our first break. we got a lot more to get to, so we will turn the page on this, although I think the texters are going to bring it back up. But that's what the Thornton's text line is for, and that's what Thornton's is for, for you. Download that app and win $10,000 for their summer cash bash. They're giving it away every week. Chevy Tahoe 2022 Chevy Tahoe at the end of the year. This is Kentucky Roll Call, oh, on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. We'll be right back.
2: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. Come on.
1: Rouch, don't let money change you, buddy. Okay? money
2: How much money, though?
1: Money can change people. Don't let it change you.
2: I'd like some summer cash bash money.
1: We all would. Easy to do. Just go download that Thornton's app. Good stuff. Welcome mm. back. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Roush finishing up his sandwich. You know what? T.J. Walker, Nick Roush, Justin and intern Jacob.
2: I think some money back from purchasing queso at Salsaritas would change my life, though, for the better.
1: Well, they're giving you they're giving you all sorts of deals for queso mm-hmm. month. Have you bathed in queso to celebrate Queso Month yet?
2: Not yeah, uh, it's on the docket for today. If Maybe Pam, you if, should have last night when you were bored.
1: If Pam at uh, yeah wouldn't, or just any sort of shower, I think could have been beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> could have been beneficial. Pam comes up to the KRC boys and says, "Hey, folks, I'm doing one of those little dunking boot things, but it's going to be filled with queso.
0: You doing it? I'm in. There's- you could."
1: get lost in that thing
0: that's true but that's okay i mean if you're gonna get lost anywhere might as well be in a big old bucket of queso like beer festival that's or right beer fest when the guy fills in the beer mm, yeah yep. has intern okay
1: jacob seen too. beer fest oh no no, yeah, oh, no. probably not you should yeah. you would you would
3: love it yeah you'd love it it's pretty it's great. great you guys just keep telling me to watch all those these movies you gotta like write them down
1: you gotta give me a list you're the intern of, like, you write it down <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you <I> can't <laughs> yeah broken hand <laughs>
2: But there, <sighs> I feel like we're kind of doing the Trevor Kelsey thing with intern Jake. We are, and yeah. we
1: should. I'll, I'll ta- Well, I'm sending another text message. Now. But um, I will. We will beer fest. Watch it. Hilarious.
2: I think my biggest hesitancy on the cheese is just I, I need to te- temperature test that, because.
1: Well, I don't think that like it's not going to be a death sentence.
2: <laughs> but I feel like there has to be a certain level of hotness to keep the cheese nice and melty, correct?
1: Yeah, like warm. I mean, once it's melted cheese, it doesn't – how long does it take to solidify? And it's also well, going to be a hot summer day. How about oh, this, Roush? How about yeah. they
0: do it in the winter time, and that way you can warm up?
2: Oh, that's – I'm all for it. Though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say no more. <laughs> say less, as, they, as the kids say. I don't
1: know if they're doing a dunking booth that's also filled with queso, but they may as well be mm-hmm. with all the deals and how much queso they're giving away this month.
2: Um, I'm excited. We um, it, 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 It's not going to happen today – might not happen tomorrow, but at some point we're getting interned Jacob to one of their two locations, St. Matthews and Middletown, and he we're just going to have a salsa smorgasbord and see, mm. just really, really let Jacob expand his palate, take yeah. it to new horizons.
1: Yeah, I'm
3: I'm
2: all for that. You just I, uh, man I, we gave TJ so much crap for being a picky eater, and boy, we've got a new uh, new lab rat on our hands.
1: I'm not picky. That narrative has been defeated time and time again. I'm willing to defeat it more if need be. Uh, Intern Jacob, I did want to get your thoughts just on the Mitch Barnhart stuff. Being a being a UK fan, being a UK student, just you, you heard us talk about it. Anything that you strongly disagree with, or anything that you thought was a good point, or anything you want to add to the conversation. If not, we can move on. No, I think that I think
3: you guys have some really good thoughts on it. I think it's a very unknown topic right now, especially for us guys out here that don't really know what's going on on the inside but obviously I feel like other places are doing it better than us especially in football Mm -hmm. maybe not basketball as much but that's I mean that also comes with being a blue blood people are going to come there just to come there not because they're getting money for it but I don't know It, it might be just as bad in basketball we just don't we just don't know. We I don't my, know. I don't know.
1: My theory on basketball is I, I think Kentucky can once – I think they tell people, hey, I can't, like, make you a promise of you're going to get X amount of dollars, but here's what so-and-so made, here's what so-and-so made, here's what so-and-so made, and there's no reason you can't make as much or if not more. And then, of course, you add the NBA stuff to all that and you add all the talking points there. Right. I think basketball's okay. I do – I because they're private, Roush, I'd love to know what Duke's doing.
2: Yeah, yeah. I also think the nature of basketball where you're only dealing with, what, four or five new kids a year, it's a little bit easier to get your arms oh, around. Oh, yeah, much easier. You know? Oh, it's, it's, like it's football, apples and oranges. It's it is. 25 kids at a time. I mean, so UK hosted, I, I want to say, like, 20, 22 official visitors in the month of June. You know that you're probably only, like, even on a great year, you're probably only getting a little more than half You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're recruiting 10, at least 10 times more kids in football
1: than you are basketball. So it's probably more than that. Yeah. I mean, probably 20. It could even theoretically be 30. I know some, you know, some staffs will offer just anybody that they think potentially, and then they'll eventually kind of narrow in on those. But, yeah, no doubt about it. Basketball, there's been years Calipari has, like, really only targeted six guys, all Mm -hmm. things considered. It's apples and oranges when comparing the nil stuff, basketball and football. And then on top of it, the fact that UK is just – if not the number one program in college basketball, number two, but I, I you know, it, they're they're in a really really good spot from a nil standpoint. Where UK football, not your traditional blue blood, but this seems like it could be an equalizer to some degree. Louisville so far is using it again. Will those people actually sign? What happens when the the season maybe goes south? And also, Roush, what happens if the ACC goes kapoof? Mm-hmm. and I think that's maybe where we take this conversation.
2: Let's do it, because yesterday, um, Dennis Dodd. Um, More like Dennis fraud, am I right? Oh, man. You were talking about one of the world's greatest water carriers for certain coaches. <laughs> My goodness. He called Gus Malzahn the uh, college football messiah for UCF and then turned off notifications on his tweet. <laughs> like, dude, dude, if you give him an interview, he will happily carry your water. Um, and... That, that's why I am a little curious about his report yesterday that the Big 12 is in, quote, deep discussions with adding four members of the Pac-12, uh, namely the, the Arizona schools, Colorado, and Utah. Which, I mean, it would make sense because I, I believe Colorado and Utah were previously in the Big 12, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: No, Colorado, sure. Utah never was.
2: Utah was not. Colorado Utah was and Nebraska. Nebraska, Nebraska yeah. went to yeah. the
1: Big 10, which everybody criticized that decision. They're probably thankful they did because do you think let's just say Nebraska is still in the Big 12 right oh, now? Oh yeah, I don't know if you're Do you think going the Big 10 has taken them?
2: I don't I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they still If they their the,
1: splash the, hires were UCLA and USC, Nebraska
2: They still have the the fan base that basically. sells out, you yeah. know. Like so the, that that's not going anywhere
1: ge- geographically. It's not. It's not outlandish.
2: But that is one of the that old uh, SI cover when they first went to the Big Ten, and it was like, "Watch out, Big Ten. Uh, down. Yeah, that, that, Hilarious. that that's so funny in hindsight. Uh, um, and
1: UCLA better take a good, hard, long. I mean, they stunk in the Pac-12. Yeah, Goodbye, uh, UCLA football. But essentially, so what? what Shout out to the Big 12. They look like they were going to be dead in the water after Texas and Oklahoma, and now they are the predators trying to go out there and, and steal some schools, but we did have a follow-up last night. Did you see this?
2: Oh, I did not see the follow-up, no.
1: Oh, you're telling me? Oh, boy. You're in
2: front. Oh, it's going to be a, a real trip. Because it makes sense on paper that like somebody's got to end up getting the leftovers, and... The HBO show? Never watched that one.
1: Where 2% of the population go, Uh,
2: But... If you've got two big conferences, there's got to be at least a third, like, 1A. You know, kind of like technically the American was in a group of five league, but they felt more of a power five than group of five. That sort of type of structure.
1: I I thought when UCLA and USC left to join the Big Ten that it would eventually just end up as a Big Four, where Big Ten and SEC would be your two Mac Daddies, and then, like, the leftover Big 12 and the leftover ACC – would say would kind of be your like your mm-hmm. AAC where they could still get in the playoffs, mm-hmm. still potentially win a national championship, but life would be harder on on them. It wouldn't be viewed but, as the same as an SEC or Big Big Ten. They would
2: have one team that would be a powerhouse program that would say, "Okay, we are as good as you," and then they'd go to the playoff and get spanked mm-hmm. or have like the one off year where they actually yep. are good. But yeah, um, but it, it at least made sense on paper, especially from a. The Pac 12 leadership just uh, so are you ready? You can tell they were not ready for all this. They did issue a statement, said they were going to start exploring media rights, which I thought was kind of funny uh, because both the Big 12 and Pac 12's deals run up within the next two years. So, I'm hit me with this follow up.
1: CBS Sports has confirmed—this is also from Dennis Fraud. I actually have nothing against Dennis Dodd. I know Roush does, but I just have to have my my guys back. Uh, CBS Sports has confirmed the ACC and Pac-12 have discussed a loose partnership that could include a championship game, in in quotes, in Las Las Vegas as a way to get ESPN to pay more. Forget about the Alliance. Loose partnership. (laughs) The Alliance is yesterday's news Today, loose partnership.
2: So, not the alliance.
1: It's not super strong, but it's pretty loose.
2: Not the second alliance. No. Just another alliance.
1: Maybe the alliance had a bad taste in your mouth. Forget about it. This is a loose partnership. Everybody should feel a lot better about this. Boy, if I wasn't a fan of a team in the ACC, especially maybe in a city that we do radio in, I would be shaking in my little boots.
2: Oh man, I uh, I had a friend who.
1: This does, God, like, God, this is just nothing, by the way.
2: God, God love Howie, Lindsay, and he's not doing he's not in the biz anymore, but man, I had a friend who sent out a tweet from the last conference realignment. Uh, and he said that the ACC is the destination link. Everybody wants to get into it. And it's like, oh man, that's aged horribly.
1: So <laughs> ACC is in kind of a tough spot.
2: Yeah, because they're the only ones who don't have a – they basically walked in their media and their grant of rights deal long-term a while ago. Everybody else is kind of renegotiating all sorts of stuff, and they're just walked in until the 2030s.
1: And uh, on top of all that is a couple things. In their little deal, they – like, schools can't leave, Mm -hmm. but schools can't join. They've locked everybody in, Roush, till 2036. God. Carry the one, times about two. Long time.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> l- l-
1: l- ways away. And Notre Dame cannot join another conference unless it's the ACC, and they're a member of the ACC in every other sport except for football. Correct. But they can't play football in another conference until 2036. Now, the Big Ten and the SEC – they know they're uh, they got a pretty good legal team and they've worked around some conference contracts before with texas and oklahoma and before then with the other schools as well if they want an acc school they'll get this worked out and they'll get it figured out probably would be pricey for the big 10 or the scc that ain't they'll be fine those conferences the issue is What is the ACC going to do to try to get more teams in? Because they're going to lose some teams. Like, if the SEC wants Clemson, Clemson's gone. Well, even if if the SEC wants Florida State, Florida State's gone. So the ACC ain't staying put, Roush.
2: Even if it does stay put, you want to add more teams because you want to be. Yeah, you
1: don't want to be the 12 or 14 team league when everybody else is at 16 or 18.
2: Yeah, yeah. You're naturally just going to fall by the wayside.
1: Yeah. So they're in a really. The ACC commissioner isn't it really, isn't he relatively new to the job? Yeah, they just, he,
2: or I think he just retired. Okay,
1: and well, got pre- a new guy. Horror! I mean, just horrible. Hor- whoever's been running the show has done a terrible job. That that media deal is a joke. ACC Network's a joke. I mean,
2: they still play but, games with like Raycom. Basically,
1: they don't. Yeah, and ACC Network is gen- like eighty percent of the time. It's just nothing. And then the other 10% of the time, it's the Coach K documentary. They just lost their – Then the other 10% of the time may actually be ACC content.
2: Durham and Packer, their their, their version of Bomb just went off the air too. What? Yeah, I that, that dude – that show was super popular. That dude uh, is going back to play-by-play, I think. Yeah, it ended last week.
1: Yeah, so if I were the ACC, I'd be doing a mad dash right now to try to add some teams, Central Florida for sure, get them in – uh, well, they're going to the Big 12. I, right, yeah. yeah. I, I mean,
2: it's tough. West Virginia would make sense. You try to take them from the Big 12 to give them some more regional.
1: But then on the flip side, if you're the Big 12 and you're West Virginia and there's, you're these schools, you may say, you know what? They may be steadier than you. They're going to go get all these yeah. kind of Pac-12 leftovers. We're going to have this mega conference. Is it going to be the SEC or Big 10? No.
2: Western Kentucky leaving the Sun Belt to go to Conference USA to realize, Oh, Sun Belt's actually better now.
0: hmm Oh, man. I mean, geographically, West Virginia makes no sense in the Big 12. But geographically, is done.
2: True. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, though. I, I It did feel pretty out of uh, place last go around. But, man. Oh, and I, a West
1: Virginia fan, like, wrote a big Reddit post that all the – it's funny. Just people on the outside are panicking. People on the inside think it's mostly kind of exciting. But a West Virginia fan wrote a post just saying how all regional rivalries are dead and the sport's ruined and it's driving people away. Cats play down in Knoxville uh, – just in a few months. That's a that's a regional, regional rivalry <laughs> game. I, I'm pretty excited about it. So uh I can't relate. The Mike Rutherford show yesterday. Love the guy. Ooh. Just sad.
2: I listened to the first I don't know segment or so with Kent Spencer.
1: Kent, great guy.
2: But Kent being like, I, th- I think they, I think Louisville gets picked in the Big Ten. It's like, dude, Louisville is so far down the list on schools that anybody wants.
1: Mike got real satisfaction in saying that. Kentucky couldn't keep Louisville out if they wanted. They they wouldn't have the final say in that. But, like,
2: nobody wants you.
1: here. But here's the thing. If Louisville was Notre Dame, you're right. Kentucky couldn't keep you out. But you're Louisville. So nobody's <laughs> going to go to bat to get you in. And if Kentucky's going to be super vocal and not letting you in, Tennessee ain't going to fight that. No. Georgia ain't going to fight no. that. Alabama's not going to fight that. They nobody, don't care. nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. And you know what? Texas A&M opposed Texas, and the rest of the league said, we don't care. It's Texas. We yeah. want them in. Yeah. People aren't doing that for a little. No. They're just not.
2: Well, and I i mean, I, as much as I wanted to just dunk on Mangus,
1: it that stat. Oh, that dude loves telling people when they can and can't tweet for somebody who. But, uh, but
2: like that that stat I shared, though,
1: Louisville, has sent nearly 250,000 tweets. <laughs> but he tells you that you shouldn't tweet.
2: Uh, he was also just kind of doing some Vince Marrow uh, you know, it was, it was at least a, a Tomlin joke, of it, but but it was yeah. funny
1: that like I was on my honeymoon and like I, I don't know something about Jaira Alexander going to the Packers it was like something positive, and he was like, "Dude, on your honeymoon, get off the phone," <laughs> like Mingus. It's my vacation. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, No, <laughs> Dad.
2: Tweet all I want. But Louisville's five hundred in ACC play. They are. They've never been to a conference tournament semifinal in basketball. And you're like, this is supposed to be a good basketball. They haven't won, I don't think they've won an ACC regular season, have they? In eight, ten years, whatever no. it might be. I mean, they, they don't have the chops. for. As much as they want to tell you, they don't have, they don't have the, the chops for, for Power 5 football, Power 5 basketball, to be with the big of the big dogs. Uh, It'd um, be one thing if the, it kind of came in and dominated, but their biggest rival is Wake Forest in the ACC.
1: My buddy just sent me this tweet that Mingus retweeted. It was from Joe Ovis. I don't know if that's a real person. I've, I've,
2: I've seen that okay. the guy's tweets around.
1: Regarding ACC it's Dr. Strange, we're in the endgame time with only one path forward. Convincing ESPN to help make it lucrative enough for Notre Dame to join full-time and create a third major division in college football. Anything else results in departures within 10 years. Agree with the last part. Notre Dame ain't going to the ACC for football. They're just not. I
2: don't know why If they, they wanted would. to
1: do that, they would have done it 10 years ago, five years ago, two years ago, three years well, ago. You pick a be- number.
2: Especially because the ACC made them such a sweet deal that they could still do both. Yeah. Like I, They were so desperate. The ACC needs Notre Dame much more than Notre Dame needs the ACC. The only, That's always been the case.
1: The only way that – and I, I, the only way. I'm talking about this is like a 1% chance of happening. There's Notre Dame is not joining the ACC. The only way is if ACC somehow gets a new TV deal and they just say – Notre Dame, 70% of this is going to you. We'll, we'll divvy up the rest among ourselves. First off, what will those other schools think of that? Again, Clemson and Florida State would just be chomping at the bit to go elsewhere. I think you'd have UNC. The, the ACC is fascinating because a lot of appealing teams for the Big Ten or the SEC, you just you don't know necessarily maybe which one would be the best. I'd rather have NC State than UNC, and that's in the SEC. And that's absolutely wild, I think, for some people to hear. But NC State, more passionate fan base. I, I think, for, at least in terms of football, a bigger fan base. UNC basketball is more of a national brand, obviously. But it's fascinating. It's going to be really interesting to see how it does play out. But it does not play out with Notre Dame going to the ACC. Uh, Justin- but I do agree that it's probably their only hope in terms of like wanting the ACC to stay. But even if that happens... You're going to have to split the money unequally and give most of it to Notre Dame. And you're just not going to, that's not going to fly with Clemson and Florida State and Miami. It just won't. Ooh, Miami, they got to be super nervous.
2: I'm, I'm curious behind the glass what our Purdue, like, is Louisville just going to be at the, at the dance without a date?
1: If I was U of L, I'd go to the Big 12. I would. I'd say, ACC, I don't know what's going on with you. Big 12's got a little momentum. Secondly, Big 12, we get the Cincy game back, we get the West Virginia game back. Memphis is Memphis in the Big Twelve yet, or do they get left behind? I think they're in. I think they're in the we're this in that round with UCF yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, I think they're in this. You round. could get that game back from a basketball standpoint. Yeah. Healthy conference. If I was U of L, I would Kansas, say, yeah. Hey ACC, we. I know we told you that it was like a great fit for us, and we were happy. We didn't get in the big. We we lied. We're we're out. We're out. If I was U of I'd be aggressive, and I'd go, I'd go
0: try to get in number three conference. And I don't think number three conference is the ACC. Come on, Josh Hurd. See, here's the thing, guys. It's it's a dangerous game we're playing. It really is because Louisville can make the decision to go to the Big Twelve, but the, with the way we're getting everything moving and all this realignment, Big Twelve could be dead in seven, eight years, Big- and then Louisville's up creek without the paddle, having to do this whole thing again.
1: Yeah, but with that in that situation, is the ACC still healthy and thriving in seven or eight years? I, I I wouldn't anticipate that. So they'd be in the same spot anyway.
0: Well, so yeah, I mean it's it's almost like you the boats at the dock. You want to hop on the boat now, whether it's SEC or Big Ten, well, or if the, or if Big Twelve SEC or Big Ten, or if Big Twelve Pac Twelve combine to make one big like a third conference, like Roush was mentioning. It, it's going to come down to that. I mean, we're going to have three or four just massive conferences, and if you miss the boat on them, you're you're not going to be in a good spot.
1: Right now, the way it's set up. SEC and Big Ten are flexing. The Big 12 is being aggressive. The Pac-12 is sinking, but trying to get the water out of the boat. But they are sinking. The ACC has no wind. It is stuck out in the ocean. It's in the doldrums. Can't get anywhere.
0: Playing with Wilson, and it's, uh, while it's
1: not sinking currently, it's Tommy boy, stop playing with your dinghy. You, use a little wind here. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they are straight out of wind. It doesn't seem like
1: they're going anywhere. So do you jump overboard and try to swim where you can, or do you hope that the winds pick up and end up being positive for you, or do the winds never pick up and you end up starving? If I was you, Val, I would follow that Big Twelve momentum. And the, and the nice thing about that, Justin, is you're right. Like, in seven, eight years, who knows? Again, my overall theory was that the SEC was going to turn into a Super League. Now it's probably going to be SEC and Big Ten Super League, similar to AFC and NFC from an NFL standpoint. Maybe someday U L gets the ticket into that. I don't think it's impossible. But the good news about, I think, joining the Big 12, nobody wants Kansas. Nobody wants Kansas State. Baylor isn't getting picked up. TCU, maybe someday, but probably not getting picked. You you have a lot of teams that probably have aren't on the SEC or Big Ten's radar. So strengthen numbers. You find those groups and then boom, you can create something healthy. You can create some structure. And hopefully it'd be a less rocky future than what they have. But hell, I don't care. They can keep dreaming of getting in the SEC or Big Ten, it ain't gonna happen.
2: And then just not doing anything. And then I mean that I, I do yep. think that's probably the worst case scenario, right? You just yeah. do nothing.
1: Yeah.
0: All I know is 10, 12 years from now, college landscape is going to look completely different than anything we've ever known
1: Well it's probably been that way. I mean 10 years ago from today you would have you the college landscape. I mean not complete, really
0: though you just had teams move in conferences that so, was, Justin you know, mean, what
1: do you ta- I mean we just talked about Nil for the first I, I guess, 45 I mean, minutes Transfer 10 years ago that's only been a couple. I know it's so 10, 10 years ago, if you said, hey, the future college athletics is going to look totally different, you would have been right. Correct. So in 10 years it'd be the same. And 10 years from that, 10 years is a long time. It's a decade. All right, hour one done. That was a long time. Hour two coming up. We're gonna come back and hit the text line. Tech's been a little quiet today, so keep them coming. 502-414-1450 on the Thornton's text line. And uh we've got plenty of other things to talk about, Roush. Mm-hmm. Well, we need to get to the text line. We've got other topics as well. So don't go anywhere. Hour two coming up next here on Kentucky Roll Call.
2: Okay. Hear me.
0: Yeah, me. Yeah, me. I'm no fortunate one, no. Over? You say over? Welcome
2: back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call.
0: Nothing is over until we decide it is.
2: With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number
1: 2, Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. In turn, Jacob, on your Wednesday hump day edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. All right, fun first hour. Need to get to the text this hour. Still burping up from this chicken sandwich. Mm. Tasty. It was very, very good. All right, let's get to it. Thornton's. They're great. We've mentioned them several times today. We'll do it again. Thornton's text line. Intern Jacob, in addition to your burger preference, do you like your females thick or thin? Good Mm, question to start with. Good question, yeah. You don't have to answer Justin. Just. Yeah, I'm not going to answer that one. We all know Ooh, Justin's say, answer. Yeah, we know Justin's answer. Yeah.
2: Hardy stick burgers.
1: Oh. Tweet by Vince is interesting. Does UK just not have the donors like other schools? Depends who you ask. Some people don't think UK carries as big as a financial stick as others do. All I know is that it's it's, it's uh it's tough to be able to donate to UK's nil. UK wants the money. Yeah. You don't know what they do with it.
2: JMI wants the money too, yeah.
1: And Will Levis, well, a big nil supporter of Will Levis has talked about how challenging it was to be able to legally get that money to Will.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: Just about like how going through you like the the, the, the oh the, yeah
2: UK's processing department is a pain in the ass. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm
1: trying to delicately put all this stuff, yeah. but that even if you want to give money, it's a it's they are make it hard to give them no money. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, absolutely hard to believe. So some people think that UK just you know Vince's tweet, but well, we need the money. Just give us the money. Some people think the money's there. It's just making it incredibly difficult to do it or not even knowing that they can do it. And then other people also think that, yeah, UK's got some donors. There's a few really, really big ones, but it's not, you know, they don't have hundreds or thousands of people that are looking to give thousands and hundreds of thousands. So I don't know. I don't know. I think UK is probably better off than most in terms of the fundraising aspect of athletic programs. But be that I, I don't know for sure. I, you know, I don't think unless you're behind closed doors at UK, you probably know for sure. Another text on the Thornton's text line says, Nick's former ex-boss wasn't satisfied, satisfied with burning all his bridges in the basketball program, so now he's going for football. In all seriousness, it does sound like we're slightly behind on the nil on the football side, but I think it's been pretty overstated these past few days. Things should normalize, bounce back in the next couple months. And that's the the same song and dance rouse we've been talking about for two days now. Yeah,
2: and especially because, uh, you know, the, the takes don't fly fast and furiously if you pick up three star in state cornerback, quarter, but they do when he goes to your rival. It's across the state. Yeah. So, um, but like we said, that could change today. Avery Stewart is a top two hundred fifty. Prospect from Montgomery, Alabama, choosing between Kentucky, Auburn, and Florida State, and that actually—that um, actually, I think, is going to happen right around the end of our show. So we'll know if the news breaks um, towards the end. But he'd be a uh, they losing Christian Conner. It won't hurt so bad if you got Avery Stewart on board. Um, really, really, really talented athlete uh, from the South that can do a little bit of everything. So even though he doesn't. I'm sure he could play corner. They probably like him a little bit better at safety. But all in all, uh, to this Texas point, doesn't feel so bad if, if you get this kid on board. Doesn't feel so bad at all.
1: No. And that's the, again, the overall driving point. Is Nil really costing people, really costing UK recruits? Doesn't necessarily seem like it, or at least people aren't sounding that alarm. But there seems to be some mass confusion about just the entire overall process. Another texture sent in a college football playoff bracket. And basically, they just want one of the big, the new big four, potentially, to be, to to make a semifinal.
2: Essentially, they're saying, hey, let's have four super conferences. And then they all meet, like, we just have the champions a playoff.
0: I really like it.
2: Yeah, but that's assuming that the SEC and Big Ten are going to just let the other conferences have an equal say in how things are operated for Mallon.
0: That's true. And that's not gonna happen. No.
2: And I wouldn't let it happen the way that things went down last time.
0: There's a there's a better chance that the Big Ten and SEC get to twenty than the others getting to sixteen.
2: Yeah, I would say so. Especially in in the other thing I want to point out about Dennis Fraud's comments yesterday. Well, they might be in deep discussions, and it might make some fan bases in the Big 12 feel a little bit more warm and fuzzy inside. As of right now, every the, the, the two precedent we have so far in this big shift, we didn't know anything, boom, day it happens, done deal. We didn't get leaks about deep discussions and trial balloons and to see how people feel. It just happens <laughs> pretty much overnight. So that, that's why I am a little skeptical of a Big 12, Pac-12 merge straight out the gate.
1: A what, about a, what about a loose partnership?
2: Hmm. I don't know about loose partnerships.
1: In a perfect world, if you could just keep the ACC intact and maybe add a couple teams, and then the Pac-12 could stay intact, and they added a couple teams, then that would be cool if they actually agreed to it, but... If the alliance was any sort of indication, these yeah. conferences and these teams are going to look out for I mean, numero uno all the way down the list. The
2: funniest part about the loose, oh, what was it, the loose? Loosey-goosey. Partnership. Partnership. I mean, schools are finding a way to, to, to wiggle out of contractual obligations. think just some loosey-goosey handshake agreement is going to do anything. No, not at all. Not the, at all. I'd love to. I'm, I'm looking closer at the, the, the graphic they sent over. Uh, Oregon is the 16th ACC member. It'd just be very funny if Oregon was in the Atlantic Coast Conference. It would be Because that is a lot of the uh, – I'm not going to be the old man because there are plenty of those journalists out there. Uh, Seth Emerson at The Athletic wrote, what are we doing here? I think twenty-seven times in his. I mean, he just every pair, lead pair, par- every first sentence in each paragraph of his thing was, "What are we doing here?" I've I've seen some other people just like wait, wait, this is sport. You know, you just get people who are very big, mad,
1: uh, just about the future. Yeah, and also, uh,
2: wow, what are we heading towards? And it's
1: hey, we're heading towards what you all push this towards. <laughs> you all whined and cried every day that scholarships and stipends and. Clothing and free education wasn't good enough. So the what litter, little shred of amateurism was left, you tore it up. So now businesses are operating like businesses. Yeah. And they got to do what's best for their cool. business. Well, I, the journalists are just the freaking worst. Yeah. All they do is whine and cry, provide no solutions, and then when things go the way that they wanted, it's all terrible again.
2: The um, the thing that I would add to who's the biggest the, the person most responsible for this is Mark Amherst, though, because, now, now granted, technically the the university presidents are his boss. It's kind of like the NFL commissioner type thing, but we've been steering the ship in this direction, and his job was, in his mind, was let's just cling on to as long as possible, and now, while he's done nothing, others have grabbed power, and it's the conference commissioners. It's kind of Game of Thrones, zest, don't you think? It r- is. R- uh, yeah, there's a... There's you know, like Game
1: of Thrones angled all this. Another funny thing about all this, too, and it, it really does make me smile because this really ticked me off, and it should have ticked off a lot of folks. Hey, Wake Forest, have, have fun, guys. Whatever's next for you, have fun. You all, along with Pittsburgh and some of these other goobers in the ACC, you cost us an expanded playoff. If there's an expanded playoff, oh. you can make a case that none of this happens. Yeah, I you, forgot about I those wait for going to go. But you can make a case that the Pac 12 stays happy, UCLA and USC. And these conversations were probably going on before this. But without the expanded playoff, why would you not want to be in one of those two conferences? If only four teams are getting in. Well, I can guarantee you that they're just going to be a combination of Big Ten and SEC teams. Maybe one outsider. Maybe one outsider. And now they're
2: not going to get that revenue either because nope. they're not going to be an equal partner.
1: Nope, so suck it. This is what you get. I'm so happy for it. It was so dumb to under the disguise of, we're academics, though. It's too mu- At some point, it's just too much. And well, then you have all the time in the world now to focus on your academics, Wake Forest, you stupid goobers. A texture says, <laughs> got me two pairs of Shady Rays and I love them. Not going to lie, I was a little skeptical being an Oakley guy my whole life, but I'm changed. I'm a changed man, and I want to send a big shout out to the best sports show in America, Kentucky Roll Call. Oh. Okay. That's and, and, that, big X.
0: and that is what we were looking for when we were giving away bourbon and beyond tickets on mm-hmm. Thursday <laughs> mm-hmm. <Man. laughs> That's or Friday.
1: And I got uh, maybe it's the same person. Maybe it's not. But Brad tweeted me and said, I'm very picky about my sunglasses. I was actually asleep and read this at three in the morning. But I think you on KRC and this comment just convinced me. And they quote tweeted Shady Ray's replying to J.D. Shelburne about the replacement pairs. Oh, which is so cool that Shady Rays does that. You know, you you, you spend money on a sunglass, on sunglasses, maybe you, you you spend a little bit more, you get one that you really, really like, and they break. Well, that stings, because for other companies it's just boom, Ooh, that's it. Buy another pair. Yeah. Well, you should have you should have taken better care of them. Not at Shady Rays. They'll send you a replacement pair, no questions asked. They don't care if you lost them, if they were stolen, if you broke them. Doesn't matter. Go to ShadyRays.com, check out their selection. I promise you you'll be impressed. And then do not forget to use the promo code Big X. Sunglasses that look and feel expensive for a cheap price that gets backed up with a free pair in case something happens. And you're going to save twenty-five percent off when you use that promo code BIG X and you're helping out Kentucky Roll Call. A taxer says, I plan on hitting up salceria. <laughs> it's like <laughs> You'd think our advertisers are just texting in. <laughs> I plan on hitting up Salsaritas while I'm here, but if you all have anything near Fourth Street that's any that's any count, let me know. And then I I, I sent these in the wrong order. In Louisville, all week for work, fellas, staying downtown, give me some good food recommendations.
2: Um. Hmm. Salsaritas. Definitely
1: Salsaritas. Did we say Salsaritas? Trying to think near Fourth Street though. Got to think about Salsaritas. I, well, you gotta you gotta give us more info. Like, are you looking for nice places? Are you looking I, for casual? I would places? say the
2: bar food by Whiskey Row is awesome. Um, like, you know, I ate like a king at O'Shea's a few weeks ago, and it was it was great. But like, that's that's bar food. You, you gotta know, just good bar food. Uh, but, Brendan's
1: Catch Twenty Three. If you're looking for a nice dinner, uh, that's in Fourth Street, I believe, or right next to Fourth Street. That place is awesome. Get the crab in the jar absolutely you have to get the crab in the is jar crab in a jar it's so good it's all just butter It's just like it's crab in a jar of butter so instead of like you taking your crab oh what? you just so it's dip like, it out it's like infused like every bite of crab is infused in butter it is probably not good for the arteries but good for the soul might have to go for lunch oh so i don't know if they're open for lunch but it's so good and it is pricey so like that would be that'd be your your nice dinner uh don't forget to ke- check out guy fieri spot is Flavortown still open? Uh, it's the Guy Fieri Smokehouse,
0: and I believe so. It Is that only- any good? I've I've heard nothing but bad things about that.
2: Um, One of my friends dresses Guy Fieri for Halloween and then went to lunch, dresses Guy Fieri there, and they treated him like a king. So <laughs> that's awesome. go dress as Guy Fieri, and then. I've only had it
1: well. once, I think, Justin, and it was fine.
2: Yeah. It was okay. I mean, it's what you would expect from Guy Fieri.
1: Yes, that's well stated. Flavortown.
2: Um, but, um, I think it would be, uh, if you did the Cuban place and, uh, Nulu and just did like a, oh, night, yeah. you would, you would enjoy yourself. That La place Bodita
1: Mamidas? Yeah.
2: Bodegita de Mimi.
1: And then my wife loves this ice cream place. That's right across the street. I swear. I think she only likes it cause they have like cool Instagram posts. We've gone a couple times. It's good. But is it worth driving to downtown Louisville for ice cream for?
2: I don't know. They do have an Earlers on Main Street. And Earlers is freaking awesome. That's like the L- best thing that Louisville Athletics has going for. They still serve Earlers ice cream. Earlers ice cream is awesome. <laughs> it's so good. I don't know what they do to it. Yeah. It is so damn good. It, it is
1: awesome. Louisville cream is the other place I'm talking about. So if you're looking for a fun dessert place, Texture.
2: her. Question. Um, I want to know more about Jacob's weird food palette. Jacob, when you go to an ice cream parlor, or shop or stand it's not not like your dairy queens of the world what does what does intern jacob typically get
3: that's tough i have a big three okay. i kind of rotate okay i got cookie dough okay. mint chocolate chip and oreo okay
2: okay you do you um if it's a soft serve place are you doing cone are you doing sundae um Or or is it typically just the – I I do think uh, cookies and cream, if you go to one of those scoop places, is the OG. Um, I like getting the the dip cones when you go to a soft-serve one. That's my kind of –
3: I don't mind a dip cone, but I'm going a small waffle cone. That's my my go-to. Waffle cones are just – Small, not the big ones.
2: I don't know what it is, too, because I tried to give uh, my son Duke some cone – I guess kids are just weird about eating the receptacle. I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't know what the deal is. But
1: too, too young. I don't know. you
2: because like kids in general are pretty anti cone. And I'm just I bet I'm mostly there for the cone for being.
1: I I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, like the I, waffle cone I, is honestly, so Honestly, I w- if I bet there's some places that do that. What I would like is the cone almost like shredded up and then just on top of my ice cream in a cup. Mm. That way. Not messy, yeah, and you're still getting the nice crunch with the cream.
2: Because that's the biggest problem with dip cones is it's it's a messy affair. It is.
0: Come on, guys. Crab infused with butter followed by ice cream. We have I've got to go. <laughs> Those <laughs> like, are like my like, two favorite foods. To the bathroom. <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs> Just imagine that that meal. It reminds me of when I got food poisoning in Lexington. I I went to Little Caesars because I was broke. Little Caesar. And got a hot and ready. Sounds great. Haven't had a Little Caesar since. And then I went to Baskin Robbins and got ice. Cream. Cream for my dessert i was a sophomore in college mm-hmm. and i uh, got food poisoning about three hours later
2: is there a food i, I know Worst we did out of my life we talked hot dog contest yesterday is there a food that feels like you can eat more of it than ice cream though aside from getting brain freeze it feels like if you just had a tub of ice cream in uh, front of you fazole, you would never get full
1: fazoli spread <laughs>
2: I'm like as that. As long as they get the breadstick lady. Not like you have to go up and go get more.
0: Oh, no. You got to come around to me. I'm like that with tuna salad. I could eat tuna salad. Oh, my all day. gosh. Oh. <laughs> swear. Swear. Is yeah, it's the worst take I've oh ever heard. Oh, my God. Life. <laughs> you just keep eating and eating I, and eating. I can. Yeah. God, I'm, I made some on Sunday. I made
1: four cans. It's already gone. God bless your roommate. Yeah. Having to come into a house of tuna salad. He, I mean, shoot. I like tuna as well, but I'm not. It's not is tuna salad like, hot? No. No.
3: Okay. Uh,
2: but, like, if, if you had a tub of ice cream and it was just like, you can. I, I don't think I would ever get full on ice cream, you know?
1: My wife loves tuna and it just, it like makes my, it like makes it, I, your, I get the shivers.
2: You get, it's, it's your Will Byers.
1: <laughs> it's, it, it's so gross. The smell, the look, the taste, the whole thing, Justin. You the gotta whole get, thing. You
0: got to get the albacore. That's where it's at.
1: I don't even know what the hell that means. That a <laughs> type, That's the that fancy of, tuna. Okay. Oh, got it's good you. stuff. Fancy feast?
0: Meal, 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 meal,
1: meal, meal. All right, final segment of Kentucky Roll Call coming up roll next. We're going to talk D.J. Wagner when top. we return here on Big X Sports Radio. Come on and do the jail hot rock it me, let it rock. Everybody let rock. Everybody knows how much we're dancing to the jail.
2: Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. What's today? October?
1: You can confirm it is not October. Isn't that what that, that rejoin said? Yeah. What day is it? October? Yeah
0: be a lot for us. Birthday month.
2: Right? Um, which, by the way, added that movie to your list, too.
1: Uh, he's seen Mean Girls. Intern Jacob.
2: No, I bet he's he seen has
1: Seen what? It. You've seen Mean Girls. I've not seen Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> how, what?
2: That's what I mean. He's missed out on just a decade of pop culture. I
1: just figured some girl along the way would have been like, hey, come over, we'll watch Mean Girls.
2: It's freaking awesome. Great movie on Netflix. Just put, I mean, that might have
1: happened, but like...
2: Oh, but you were too busy <laughs> chilling? Wow.
1: wow. Yeah, that is crazy. You haven't seen it. Is that the... Uh, somebody was saying that movie... Yeah, 18 years old. What?
3: I'm only 21 years old.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're old.
1: It came out in April 2004. Scoots.
0: That blows my mind. Yeah,
1: it's pretty. It's pretty wild.
0: <laughs> you want to know? So you want to know a fact? I heard this weekend the Harry Potter books came out in nineteen ninety. I want to say it was nineteen ninety six. It's a long time. Is that crazy or what? Yeah, that's crazy. Long time. What's crazy
1: is not texting into the Thornton sex line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Text on in. We'll read them. Do you want to? Let's talk a little DJ Wagner Roush. Yes. He is uh, still in Spain, oh, still playing well. Uh huh. Still doing good things.
2: He had a very his quotes were very amusing. It was actually impressive how little he was able to say with words. Are you gonna make a decision anytime soon? Uh, uh you know, like it was. It was. He should have just done the thing. Uh, you know, in uh, the peanuts where they're like, oh, 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 oh. I mean, it was basically that.
1: Nothing of substance?
2: Nothing at all. Um, but what I... So that that was one update we got from Travis Branham. It was just... It was big nothing burger. Big pile of nothing. But one of the, the quotes from Ian Jackson. Where it's basically Kentucky is cooking with gas. And...
1: Travis Graff put in a pic of, of Jackson to UK.
2: I mean, Ian Jackson did the... I'm not going to reclass. But Kentucky's talked to me about it. So, you know, if I feel like I'm ready, I might. And he had... I mean, he balled out in his game
1: yesterday. What if UK got Dillingham, Wagner, and... <laughs> oh! <laughs>
2: and then senior year Oscar <laughs> Sheboy?
1: Oh, my what, goodness gracious.
0: Just
2: wow. 150 to 70 every game. No, 150 to 50 in every game. Score all of the points.
1: That would be insane. would be insane. I don't think it's going to happen. But if you just get one more of Jackson or Wagner, and I'd rather have Jackson for what it's worth. I just think he's a better player. You can't go wrong with either one. Mm-hmm. I would be thrilled with either one. There would be a fun aspect of, like, just the nudge to of L if you took Wagner from him. But I also think if you got Jackson to reclassify and come play with Dillingham, that is the most electric backcourt since Fox and Monk, and maybe you go back even further than that. And you can make a case if you get Wagner and Dillingham. You'd say the same thing as well. Uh, UK seems to be in a good spot, Roush. I don't know exactly how it's all going to shake out. You had Travis Branham say behind some paywalls that this is uh this is about fifty fifty, he thinks, with UK and U of L. You had I think it was Travis Graf say UK staff has their confidence has never wavered. That's been my whole thing on like the changing in crystal balls, and now Travis Branham, who who does a good job saying that it's back to close to fifty fifty. UK's been, like, th- this, is, this isn't this is something I think that's going with the win, like the ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. UK and this relationship has gone on for a really, really long time. I mean, with the family for decades. Uh, Wagner's not decades old, so it can't be decades long with them. but it's a decade plus. So I, I, I just don't, I think once they hired Grandpop Pop, I think you had your national people just be like, well, okay, he's not going to not go. To where his family is, but then people forget he's got literal family on UK's team. So I don't buy that like this is changing, uh, you know, with the win like this and that. But it's interesting, and you get the rumors on the U of L side that Kenny Payne can't close,
0: Mm, can't close. Not following the
1: ABC's of sales. Always (laughs) be closing. Can't close, and supposedly Wagner even you know, while still considering U of L has started to wonder what is, what's this team going to look like Mm -hmm. around me? Like this year's U of L team is going to absolutely stink. They're not in on a great deal of five stars in my class. UK on the other hand has a guard that's probably going to get the defense's best attention. And I'll, what does that mean for me? I can thrive. Or I get the best, the most attention from the defense. And then he does.
2: Mm, be a real shame
1: i'd love to love uk's just in a good spot get one of those two for next year and holy smokes you'd say bye bye to wallace we know that he's going pro wheeler see ya and you let those two guys just run the show whatever one of those two guys would be a texter says 502-414-1450 Matt Jones, in hour one of his radio show, has some really good comments on the state of nil, and Mitch Barnhart recommended it for a listen. There's a free shout-up. Yeah. Did Roush give Mark Ennis the straight body bag on Twitter? Yeah, it was a good response.
2: Roush. That was pretty fun. Was, yeah. It was
1: a good... it was a good you, you won that one.
2: Yeah, and it was also one of those things, too, where I didn't... I, I really... I was just like... Uh. I'm not in the best of moods today. I was dealing with Spectrum. They suck. It's so bad. And I was just trying not to be frustrated. And I was like, do I really want to just get an online fight with the level fans today? And the thing was, is not a lot of them could respond to it. Mm-mm. It's almost like they had to just hold that L.
1: Hmm. It is funny that you just like point out facts about how underwhelming the program is, and then it's like, you are working for the staff, aren't you?
2: There is... <laughs> there is there was somebody that uh tweeted in to the show uh it was your show tweet Uh and i just put like uh some hmm Uh emojis and somebody said probably something wolf or purdue related knowing you which i thought was a pretty good joke it was pretty good Uh, yeah from uh, a be blue blue so yeah blue blue and now i'm talking on some more sack
1: cards. Yeah, suck it. A texter yeah. says, "Listen, it's Summer Radio and I just want to throw out this out there, but that Matt Sack guy who you all had on the show a couple months ago is terrible. <laughs> all his tweets and opinions on the basketball program are so dumb they actually make me mad. I don't even follow him and they still show up as suggested follows. I can't get away from this dude's terrible takes." <laughs> I don't agree with all of Matt's takes, but Matt's a good dude. No.
2: Nope. Oh, that's
1: yeah, I don't agree with all of them, but he's he, Matt's. A that's a good good guy. ZGK I, I, I appreciate
2: his just um, unwavering enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Ah, to be young again.
1: Nah, he just has fun with it because it's sports and that's what it's supposed to be. A texter says, "Roush is a tool bag. Our version of Ty Spalding. Every fan base has a douche. Ooh, I like Ty and I like Roush, so oh, I'm man. in trouble."
2: Tells you what's going on.
1: That's the mean guy who always texts in mean stuff.
2: i don't, I don't follow Ty Balding takes.
1: Yeah, I? Ty, I like Ty. Good dude. I wish UK fans were a little nicer to him, but he does troll UK, so he asked for it for a little bit, but was just totally, completely wrong um, about that. The, the Kobe the, Kingdom. The, the Kobe Kingdom Center. And then he deleted the tweet. Oh,
2: see, that's, that's what's even worse. I know. Well, you know, some people, they just got to learn the hard way how to rivalry.
1: I, and I, that that would be my advice to Ty. just like, hey, put down the sword and shield. Laugh with people. Have fun with it. But easier said than done. And I need to take that own advice uh, myself from time to time. A texter says, I actually stole this one from the Rutherford show. First hole at Crescent Hill has ruined my day many times, but fifth hole with the downhill with the dogleg right always saves the day. Rutherford was complaining about the fifth hole or the first hole at Crescent Hill. It's the easiest hole in the city. And if, if that's not the easiest hole, then number two is. But number one is a short par five, and you have a mile to the left, and you have a mile to the right.
2: He says the hardest
1: hole in the city. He said, well, that's the most silliest thing in the world. If you don't mm. play that hole, I, I don't think there's a hole in town I've ever played better than number one at Crescent Hill.
2: Ooh, Mike Rutherford bad at golf? Maybe we'll, we'll have to get a Mike Rutherford show team in the golf scramble. Uh, well, Make it bigger next year.
1: We still haven't. Finalize anything. Is, is Dugan back from. He is okay. He's back. Uh, so hopefully, maybe we'll get that finalized. Can, this can week.
2: we? Get, let's give a shout out to Dugan while we're at it, because the the annual summer ballpark road trip they do is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm. I don't want to say I'm envious, but like. That, that's a cool family, also dad thing. I'll Just be honest. He met up with some
1: friends in Denver, and then he met up with the family in L.A., and then they went down with the family to San Diego. So
0: fun San trip. Diago. I'll be honest. I'm a little upset with Dugan. We did not get our annual him juggling the ball sitting on the chair while wakeboarding. on nope. oh, lake. Oh, nope, nope. yeah, we nope. didn't. That's right. He lost, always sends
1: that. Lost his fastball. But it, I, we, I did a similar trip with my dad and brother, and we went to L.A., Went to a Dodgers and Angels game, saw the Red Sox lose to the Angels, saw the Dodgers beat the Diamondbacks, but uh, mostly just saw Dodgers fans and Diamondback fans fighting in the stands, which was wild at Dodger Stadium. And then we drove up the A1 or A1A or whatever the hell it's called, and we went up to San Francisco and saw a game there. And that is one of the in coolest parks. That's one of the coolest parks in America. Real? Oh, where so, this on the Cove? Yeah. 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 Uh, what was it when I was there? McCovey was like, Cove. Yeah, McCovey Cove. But hey, I think it was like AT&T Park. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, you're right. It's um,
1: so the the Dugan family they went south and went to San Diego, which we did talk about, and I bet that was awesome. But instead, we went north up to San Fran, got in. I've told this a thousand times, but we got into downtown when bonds hit the the record breaker. Oh, that's cool. Like the streets were out partying and having a good time, and I was like fifteen or fourteen. So
2: that's awesome. Yeah, my parents are actually getting ready to take a West Coast adventure. My dad was like, "Yeah, it snowed uh, six inches on Mount Rainier." Uh, we're <laughs> about where we're, we're staying tomorrow. So it's like, like, well that's Give me that weather. Yeah, I, to the day. I would I would take that. Uh, thankfully you know what though? If the summer's gonna be miserable, be miserable during the week and then nice on the weekend. Let's, Let's just keep that trend going.
1: When we were in San Francisco and the streets were super crowded, it was already a pretty hectic situation. And we'd already been vacation with each other for like four or five days. But it was probably my dad's last like blow up dad freak out moment that I've like really? ever experienced. We, we, we were trying to find Mission Street and he thought we were saying Michigan Street. So he <laughs> like wasn't even looking for the... And we were in traffic forever. Oh, and, oh it was... Uh, he, walkers can be quick tempered, but... That was the last time he actually blew up, and he was so sorry about it. He was like, "Sorry, I lost my cool. I just, I was. You, when you're looking for a street in a city you've you've never been, and there's thousands of people on the sidewalks, it just gets a little hectic." they were like, "Okay, Dad, it's all right." No text. GPS back then. You know,
2: it was probably. Map I feel Quest. like
1: we probably did. You would think, but maybe it was MapQuest. It was right around that era. The
0: printed out, but, but the I, printed out mm. direct. But
1: one thing I can guarantee you is that like. If it was GPS, we were the ones telling my dad, like, hey, right here or straight. And we weren't giving him the right directions. <laughs> so whether it was he was listening to us, which was his first mistake. It was a good time though. So Dugan, there'll be lifelong memories for you and your kiddos. TC from Lexington here, boys. I was pretty decent at riding BNF, B and X, BMX bikes, easier said than done no, much easier done than said when I was a teen and got to out to ride with TJ Lavin during a charity session in North Carolina was indeed a rad dude that's awesome TC from Lexington very jealous so wow
2: I mean what even does that entail like I get like are you just like ride
0: around and do jumps
2: yeah that, that, that's a, are you at a skate park are you in the street it's I don't think you would get on a trail. On a BMX bike.
1: It's
0: a track. You've never seen BMX racing? Yeah, it's
1: probably one of those tracks where it's like dirt and you do the big hill. So jumps that's and...
2: different than the. Okay, so that's different than the like doing tricks on your bike. The uh, like, uh, what was the? They had the Tony Hawk and then they had the, uh, the bicycle video game where you could do tricks. So those, those are different things. There was. Matt Hoffman,
0: is that right? <laughs> Matt Hoffman had a video game?
2: Yeah.
1: No, I just no.
2: But he I was the guy played, that was on Jackass that did the bicycle tricks, right?
0: I always played ATV off your fury, and you could race BMX on there. That was a great one. I'm okay,
2: not. so but BMX is different than than just doing tricks on it. It's like it's like dirt riding and like jumping hills. Oh, that'd be cool. Be really cool.
1: You gonna go out to the Barbasol this weekend, Rash?
2: No, no, not gonna make it out the barbasol. I didn't realize that uh, JT's win though gave him a British Open exemption.
1: Yeah, he's. I'd in. skip
2: the Barbasol too. <laughs>
1: No, it would have been cool to see them out there. But, yeah, you understand. Everybody's got to obviously understand. Right,
2: right. But, yeah, not making it out to the Barbasol this weekend. Oh, yikes. We did not get a bunch of KSR comp VIP tickets. If I did,
1: then yes. It's not an overwhelming field. Mark Hubbard is your favorite to win. Oh.
2: call him Chubba Hubbard.
1: Man, there are a lot of people I've never seen here. Hey Josh Teeter, at plus plus fifty five hundred. That seems like a solid little bet to throw yeah, some money on. Yeah, doesn't he play that course pretty well? Or am I just talking out of my? He usually plays well. Back. He's coming home. Okay, you know, a texture. Those uh,
2: golfers are all better than us too.
1: That, I, yeah, that's a good point. They're better than me. Would you rather get DJ or Jackson to reclass? Jackson seems like he may be a better player and is surprisingly a couple months older. Whoa, I didn't know that. Uh, definitely Jackson.
2: He is. I did see where he's seventeen already, so he's kind of. Old for his.
1: I'd rather have Jackson, happy with either. Won't complain about either. If I'm picking, well, if I'm picking, just give me both But if I've got to pick one, give me Jackson. I just think he's better, more explosive, can do more things. If one part of his game isn't working, there's three other things that he can do that are great. Jackson or excuse me. Wagner, similar. But I'm just giving a slight edge over there to Jackson. Not who I'd rather have. The Big Dog texting right, a- tweeting right after Matt went on his rant yesterday was pretty telling. I'm sure he was concerned Missionary Mitch would think that he was one of the ones telling Matt these opinions. It's no secret he's really friendly with KSR, who pretty much made him a recognizable figure. Matt has never been a fan of Mitch, and he's put himself on the outs with Cal. He may want to reconsider putting out so much football insider information, unless that was all the plan all along. Just feels like Matt may be putting his friendship with football in a tight spot. No, I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think. I don't that's think he's jeopardizing
2: that by just blowing up Mitch, though. Either.
1: No, and, I, 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 and if Mitch were to say, "Hey, I I know that you all are the ones that are leaking this to Matt. You're in trouble. What good would that do for Mitch? Already frustrated coaches become more frustrated with you. That would be a very misplay by Mitch if it came to that. Well, and also instead, Mitch should be talking to these people and working this out with them, and not mattering what I say or Matt says or Roush says. It should be let's get everybody on the same page. It is. It is
2: odd, though, that we're in a spot where um, just for I mean, I know the Directors Cup isn't the end all be all, but it's in as best it's ever been from a widespread. Athletics perspective, but it feels like Mitch Barnhart's stonks haven't been this low since what his first five, six years on the job or so. Yes, I mean, the well, stonks are really low. It
0: right matches now. the rest of the market, then
1: hey, this economy. Am I right, Justin?
0: Terrible.
2: Your uh, your Dogecoin isn't doing so well,
0: no. I don't, I don't, luckily I don't have very much of that anymore. I got rid of majority of it. So As you should have. yeah, but I do still have a little bit it's in case comi- it blows up. It's coming
1: back. I hope. People have thrown dirt on crypto's grave for a de- almost a decade now, Justin. I am
0: down. Here's a fun fact for you. When this market started sliding, I'm down over a grand in my Robin Hood. That's okay. Pretty, pretty painful. That's, well, right. that's why you,
1: that's why you got to hey, play. And, 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 and it's not, you don't take the loss until you take the loss. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. All You're right. right. So you, right. just, you you hold on tight, and you wait, because things are going to get better. That's right. Texter says, John here. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Tell me, did you guys see the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest on the 4th? Yeah, we talked about it yesterday, John. Joey Chestnut won again. He also took down a protester at the same time. Joey, a.k.a. Jaws, is a legend. Hey, tell me if you could go back in time and get one recurrent we messed, aw- messed out on they mean one recruit we missed out on John that's come on buddy you're better than that and football or <laughs> basketball who would it be and why well got to go talk to you later uh Braxton Barrios football oh that's a fun one um he wanted to come to UK was probably going to go to UK Miami stolen from us at the last minute promised him all the cool Miami things but he would have been an awesome college player and people would have won them Zion would have been Pretty yeah, fun. I mean, uh, in reality, that's what I was going to say. picking somebody in Brax. basketball, but I was just mm. trying to give you a different answer, something a little bit more fun. Yeah. Um, he would have been on, uh, Barrios would have been on that 2018 UK team too, which would have been electric. Boogie, boogie, boogie. UK probably yeah. losing to AM or Tennessee with Braxton Barrios. Trey Young. Imagine. Trey Young, yeah, it would have been interesting. It would have been fun. Who was the. They and him getting Quad A instead? Yeah, yeah. Tremont Waters, Quad A Green, and Trey Young. And between the three it's of like them, got the three different yeah. experts would have told you three different picks, three different better players. But uh, Trey was the most entertaining of the bunch. But you still had Shea. So UK still did probably get the second best one.
2: Trey Young, too, in hindsight, gets a lot of. How could you? But at the time, he was the first of the. Yeah, had, of that kind of Steph Curry, like, I'm just going to shoot from 40 feet away, and you're like, this isn't going to work, but eh, it works pretty well. And also, he ended up getting figured out
0: eventually. Yeah. If Trey Young would have came to Kentucky, I would not be doing this show right now. I would have that much hate in my heart for Kentucky. Wow. <laughs> not a Trey Young guy. He
1: would have cost the U.K. some games, but uh, also probably not going to lose to Kansas State with Trey Young. <laughs> Sleepy teenager likes his girls curvy and cheeky.
2: Well, that just came out of nowhere.
1: Who doesn't? (laughs) Do you not? (laughs) Recently, my favorite game has been listening to Walker and Roush say one thing about UK's nil situation, then hearing MJ vehemently argue the other side a couple hours later. I don't think our takes are so different. I think Roush Roush does have a, a difference of opinion in terms of its impact directly on UK's recruiting as of today. Mine is more big-picture disorganization, coaches on different pages, and then the other personal things that I disagree with on Mitch. But from a nil standpoint, I don't don't know. Is is Matt painting a a, a, – I would guess he's maybe painting a more dramatic picture. Well, his big
2: point that I think we all agree on is he's worried about long-term, if Kentucky doesn't get with it, they can get lost. Which, yeah, if you – you don't, if, if you completely ignore it, which I don't think Kentucky has, but if you also, it's easy to get behind in college athletics. And he's worried about Kentucky football getting behind. You're at a, a as we mentioned yesterday, you haven't been in a spot this good in our lifetimes. You haven't been in a sk- spot this good in football in decades. Nil should not be standing in the way of you keeping this boat afloat.
1: It just should. not All I'm saying is just get Mitch, make Mark Soups happy. If he's happy, I'm happy. I'll still fight you on this, that, or the other. But you can't have a Rich Brooks situation again. You, you, you can't survive that. And if you can, then it's the dictatorship of Mitch Barnhart's athletic program. But if, if Mark Stoops were to leave, and he even gave an inkling of, yeah, just going to have a little bit more flexibility at this new job, I will be livid. And you should be as well. A texter says anytime Roush argues with a Louisville fan, I'm on Louisville fan's side.
2: Oh, so we've got a hater. Thing is, is I I don't know if this person's trying to get under my skin, but it's just not effective at all.
1: they they're just they they text the Rutherford show, just like negative stuff all the time, and then they do it with, with you on our show. Yeah. Some people just aren't happy. You know and then his last text was, why does TJ hate Matt Jones so much?
2: <laughs> so, like, they're trying to stir the pot, and they're just not doing do a good they job are. of it.
1: Tell you what, Texter, if you don't get a better positive attitude, you could head to Blocktown on the text line. Wow! <gasps> it's unfortunately a place you don't come back from. It's a one-way train. Because nobody knows how to do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody it. knows how to unblock. Have Have we
0: blocked some numbers on here? Oh, Michigan yeah. fan got the boot.
1: Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. Just derailing <laughs> the show too much. Got the boot. That's awesome. But then I wanted to bring him back and then we couldn't couldn't figure <laughs> out how to do it because you'd have to have the number. And I don't know his you know, I don't know his number. So I guess if we wrote down your number, negative person, then we could come back later and reblock if you learned your lesson. But just don't be a loser. How about that? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, that's hard to do. Yeah. Texter says, morning gang, just curious if you all might know because I was like eight years old at the time, but was Rajon Rondo's recruitment anything like DJ Wagner's no. with how close it was between UK and UL's no? No, no, not even close. I was young for that recruitment as well, but uh, he was probably just going to go to Louisville, but Louisville went in on Sebastian Telefair because he could shoot and yep. was a better scorer and that's who Patino liked better. Also had heard some rumors about Rondo being a problem, so Patino's happy to go in a different direction in that avenue. And then that opened up the door for Rondo to come back to Kentucky from mm-hmm. Oak Hill and play for UK and Tubby Smith, and the rest was history.
2: And, to this this texter didn't mention it out loud, but the amount of coverage we give to recruiting, the amount of oxygen, the amount of it's, – it's just a whole new world. whole new world out there. But not nearly as contentious. I can't I, – the closest I can remember – between UK and U of L in recent years, probably what Marcus T? because they hired his Trey, dad
1: Trey Lyles. I mean Bryce Hopkins.
2: But didn't they? But didn't they hire no, T's dad? They,
1: like his AU Guardian.
2: Person. Okay. So, but that, they thought they had him though when they Correct. got that guy. Yes. Yeah. Ah. No. No.
1: No. <laughs> Good morning, TJ and his underlings. Nick, I didn't know you could get a brain freeze. hey oh,
2: because I don't have a brain. That's pretty good.
1: TJ, I'm with you regarding media and nil in the past. Now we have kind of a Wild West, and everyone is freaking out. What did they think would happen? Ex- exactly. What did you think? You and Anybody with a brain was saying, like, this is going to kill the smaller schools. Smaller schools, not good, not good. Now, I think it actually could get to a point where you could have some of the smaller schools be like, hey, do we start our own thing that, like, nil isn't a thing, and instead we just do scholarships and, like, your old NCAA. And I think that could actually be kind of fun. Like, I think people could really love that. Um, I think you'll probably see, like, the Western Kentuckys of the world in there. And if, hey, if U of L's not careful, they could be joining them. Somebody did text into the Rutherford show being like, should we just drop football and just focus on the other sports? Oh, what could go wrong? They go on to say, I do hope we don't lose... Uh, I do hope we don't lose Stoops because he felt like he didn't have 100% support from Mitch and company regarding recruiting. I've never been more excited about the state of the football program than I do now. Okay, TJ, have a great day. Roush can suck it. TJ, good luck with selling a house. Don't sell houses, Mm. but thank you for the text. I hope you have a great day as well. Be nice to Roush. He's a good guy.
2: Man, really coming after my integrity today.
1: Come on, folks.
3: I don't think you're an underling, Roush.
2: Says the underling.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> you call underling? <laughs> yeah. uh, underling off. <laughs> That's the most important thing. and Let's just get everybody on the same page, and let's make sure Mark ain't gonna go sniffing around because he's not happy with his relationship with the boss. You don't want that. You got to have good relationships between employees and employers. Otherwise, it ain't gonna be good. John here again. I always agree with the KRC crew against any Louisville fan. So suck it, Louisville. Got to go. Talk to you later. That's a good one to end the Take show. Take it, huh? you suck it, and you suck it. Alright, did sugar. we miss anything? I'm sure we did. Pretty busy show. A lot sugar. to get to. And you suck, you suck
2: Let's, uh... suck it, and you suck it, and you suck it.
1: Let me just... Well, we're out of time. But I, I wanted to... Like, what can UK do? What should they do with all this? Very simple, Mitch. You, you, you have the keys to fixing this situation. Talk.
2: Yeah. Communication.
1: And honestly, you may feel one thing, and we always do appreciate your honesty. Maybe say things to make the coaches and the fans happy this time. Yeah. Things that are going to get us pumped up. He's not very rah-rah, Mitch Barnhart. No, no. He wouldn't want want to be given the speech before you run into battle. But he can make all this go away. Uh, At least most of this go away. Hell, do a joint press conference with Cal and Stoops and Barnhart.
2: What if he sold beer and said that all proceeds go to Kentucky's No Collective?
1: That'd be sweet. That'd be all
2: for it. Two birds, one stone. We fixed it. We did it.
1: All righty, everybody have a great Wednesday. Thanks for texting into the show. Since I asked for more text in the Thornton's text line, y'all came came in a big way. So we appreciate that as we always do. I know the podcast listeners will have plenty to say with today's show, and look forward to hearing that. The Thornton's text line, just like Thornton's, most of them open twenty four seven. This is Kentucky Roll Call and Big Export Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, God. Nick Roush, intern Jacob, who brought the breakfast, and Justin Kalen, who just brought the good times.
0: Oh, Johnny, go. 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 Go, 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 Danny, go, go.